Hello and welcome. I'm Camille and this is the Everyday Budget Podcast, a weekly meeting spot to feel encouraged, motivated, and inspired while paying off debt. We will be interviewing individuals who are swimming through the trenches of debt with you, covering big topics with clear takeaways for this season in your life. Whether you're stealing a few minutes commuting to work or starting your day, thank you for being here. And if your heart so leads, please leave a review and share with your friends. Now let's do this. Hello and welcome back to the Everyday Budget Podcast. Wherever you are, thank you for tuning in. On this week's episode, we are talking all about credit cards, credit card debt, your relationship with credit cards. Do you have a credit card? Do you need to pay it off? And we really just dive into all of the pros and cons of credit cards and a little bit of our life experience. So we are chatting today with Sandra. She is over at The Finance Nugget on Instagram, or you can find her on Twitter at The Finance Nug. She has no credit card debt. She's officially debt-free from that, but she has so much insight on how she found herself into over $13,000 of credit card debt through her college years and how she was able to pay that off and then not only that, maintain being debt-free. So she's got a lot of great takeaways in today's episode that she shares with us and I hope there's something that you can take away and apply to your life. And remember, this is a judge-free, comparison-free zone. Your story is unique to you and this is a informational podcast really more so to keep you supported and motivated so that you don't feel like you're the only one in this whole world paying off debt there's so many other people who are with you and you are unique and how you are managing your money is unique to you so please do not compare yourself ever to anything you hear on this podcast and just know that we are all rooting for you to become debt free you so much for accepting my invitation to come on to this podcast I was really excited when you said yes because I've really enjoyed following you this past couple of months no thank you all of the um information just about money and saving it and managing it has been really helpful for me um and your little reminders I think I've really liked too (laughs) that you put on there so Um, I just wanted to start off with, I know that you had mentioned you had a little bit of credit card back in the past, but you are debt free right now. Yeah. Um, and planning to stay that way. And I just wanted to know a little bit about why you wanted to become debt free in the first place and why that was something that was important to you. Yeah, for sure. Well, first, thank you so much um, for having me. I was really flattered that you would ask me to come on your podcast. So um, yeah, I'm definitely happy to be speaking to you as well. So I think, I mean, being debt-free is obviously, I think, something that everybody wants to be, but it's definitely a hard place to be in, to be debt-free and to sort of, and it's quite the journey as well. It's not like, you know, you just, I'm debt-free now, but I'm going to try to do my best to remain debt-free because I could easily be back into debt if, you know, I go back to bad spending habits and stuff. So yeah, I think back in the day when, you know, I was in college and I got my first credit card, I mean, I'm lucky enough, I don't have any student loans, but it's Mm -hmm. like, I kind of, kind of screwed myself over by putting myself in debt with like credit card that I had. And it was like my first ever credit card. And I'm like pretty much that typical stereotypical, you know, person who fell into the credit card scam and, was just spending so much swiping my card anywhere and everywhere. And then, you know, I accumulated so much debt over like my entire college life that I then had to like pay for, you know, like literally. And also like, it just, yeah, it was really bad after college and having 
lots of regrets over my spending habits because I basically created really bad spending habits for myself. Mm-hmm. Well, and credit cards make it so easy. And like, so like, we are just marketed. Like I, I do have quite a few people in my circle that use credit cards and have good positive relationships with credit cards. <laughs> um, but I was never taught that principle. And so to yeah. me, like, I, I just see credit cards as evil because they've never really served a positive thing in my life other than giving me that instant swipe and have now yeah for later consequence and so it does like it, it makes it so easy to um, have everything you want and then we forget that delayed gratification and I think just now in general with having everything in the palm of our hands we don't know how to be patient yeah. as a society. And I'm like even trying to just teach my kids that because they're four and two and all they know is technology. And they're like, no commercials, mom. I'm like, it's commercial. Like you can yeah. a commercial guy. Seriously. <laughs> and so I think that that for me is at least where I fear credit cards. Like I think it takes away a lot of other principles that are important, like just that delayed gratification and waiting for something and patience, which is basically saying the same thing in three different ways. (laughs) Also to your point though, of earlier, I think you mentioned at first, you said, um, because you were taught that like, or, you know, now you see credit cards as evil and stuff, but I think it's also, I wish that I had also been told that, you know, like a credit card could serve a good purpose as well. You know, like it's not only negative, like Mm -hmm. there are some positives into having a credit card. And so I think some of the positives are, you know, like obviously we live in a country where a lot of, you know, if you want to buy a house, if you want to start a business, if you want to buy a car, like, you know, a nice car, you're going to have to have good credit. So Mm -hmm. it's important to build good credit. And, you know, that is a benefit of having a credit card. And then there are other benefits as well. Like I think also, which I don't know, I don't know if this might sound silly, but I feel like, you know, even with like against theft, like it's so much easier Mm -hmm. to like, you know, these days anyone could like somehow like hack your card or whatever. And if they were to use your credit card, you know, it's not your money that's been stolen. Um, Mm -hmm. So the bank is going to do everything that they can to get that money back or, you know, they're going to be on your side. Um, Mm -hmm. So to me, I feel like, I don't know, I get so scared using my debit card over my credit card for that reason, because my card's been hacked so many times in the past. Mm -hmm. So it's just, there's, there's some benefits to the credit card. And I think, you know, I think it's with education, it'd be good to, when kids, I, I kind of have a dream that like these, like for kids to like learn them, like financial literacy and stuff, like those are the things that I'm working towards. And I think that that's something that needs to be included in there is like teaching the pros and cons of a credit card and like, yeah. don't fall for it, but it's good to have one, you know? Yeah. So well, and how to use it responsibly. Right? Yeah, exactly. Don't, don't have a limit more then you can pay if it exactly yeah it's kind of what I've now moved forward with and mm-hmm. that's kind of my husband and his views we're like we're not going to completely get rid of our credit card I'm like we do use it eventually to book flights and stuff on and yeah you know, when the world is open to travel again but I'm like we have a rule where it's like if it's maxed out tomorrow we have to be able to pay it off yeah kind of where we've um discussed about this and moving forward with keeping it and that just I mean make sure that you, it is a sense of cash flow in your life because you're never putting yourself in a situation where you can't afford to pay off that remaining balance at the end of the month and then carrying over that interest. Yeah. Um, well, while you're paying your credit cards off, what were some of the challenges that you faced and that you overcame while on your debt-free journey? 
Yeah, that's a really good question because back in the day when I, um, so when I graduated college and I realized, oh my gosh, I'm in so much debt. And now like, you know, in a way when I felt like when I graduated college, I felt like, you know, I was moving into the real world now. And now I've moved into the real world with like $13,000 worth of credit card debt. So I was really freaked out. I mean, I my anxiety levels were so high when it came to my finances. And at the time, I was struggling with trying to figure out what to do with, like, a career. So I didn't even really know. Like, I was interning for free um, for, like, a year and a half in the fashion industry. And in the meantime, I was working retail, like, making basically, like, close to nothing. So mm-hmm. it was so <laughs> stressful. And I live in New York City, so, like, everything's expensive, you know, so, oh yeah. Yeah. So it, it was a very stressful time and, and I had no idea what to do. Like I was really like just trying to pay off as much as I could with like the littlest paycheck that I had. But then every time I was paying off my credit card, I realized that I had no money left over to even like spend on. So, and back in the day, I wasn't really reading any books or, you know, I wasn't doing as much research as I've been doing lately to get my finance game on point. So I really just felt really lost. And, um, at some point I just decided to cancel my credit card entirely. And I took that decision upon myself and I knew that, you know, that could potentially affect my credit, my credit score. Luckily my credit score never really was so terrible because I was paying, I somehow managed, I don't even know how, but I somehow managed to make all my payments on time. Like at least my minimum payments. Um, I did speak to a rep on the phone. You know, I I was trying my best back then to try to figure out what to do. And so I just canceled mm-hmm. my credit card. I was just like, you know what, if I still can't, because the thing is that it was so psychological too, like my spending habits were so bad. Um, yeah. And I was like, I have all this freedom in this card because even though I'm in so much debt somehow, like I never like fully maxed it out. So I was just like, let mm-hmm. me just cancel this card. One day I'll have another card again. But for now, it's just not good for me. Um, mm-hmm. And it was a great decision that I made. Like I do have excellent credit now and I have, you know, and I am doing so well at keeping, you know, I ran into a little bit of debt again, but I got rid of it. And it's been now consistently just been out of debt. So I'm really proud of myself Mm -hmm. for that. But it was definitely, I think at the time canceling that credit card was so scary because, you know, the credit card provided some sort of security in a way. Um, Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Because, you know, God forbid you find yourself in a situation where you just like don't have any more cash left and you're in your checking account, you just needed, you know, a credit card, but I just risked it. And I just closed out the account. I mean, the credit card. And I was like, you know what, if I am not responsible with this card, I just can't have it anymore. And I need to fix Mm -hmm. all this mess that I've made for myself. So it was tough, but at the time, you know, it was definitely the best decision I could do for myself at the time. Well, and that is scary. You're absolutely right. There is some sort of security blanket that comes from knowing you have a credit card. Um, yeah. And that's awesome that you recognize that having a card with empty space on it, you weren't totally under, you didn't have your spending habits totally under control yet and knew that that was just going to be too much of a temptation for you. And so getting rid of it was the best answer for you. Mm-hmm. And I think that is awesome because I can relate to that because my husband and I have probably maxed out and paid off our credit card at least five or six times in the last eight years of marriage. And finally, I was just like, it's gone now. Like, we, <laughs> yeah. can't, we can't keep it now. <laughs> like every yeah. So that's awesome that you recognize that because I think I'm like if I had recognized that we did that, we would have spent saved like at least fifteen thousand in 
accumulating more debt. Yeah. But we, it does. It takes a certain step of bravery to cancel that security net or security blanket. And so that's awesome that that you were able to do that and that you've been able to kind of um, stay on the track of being debt free now and that you are kind of have those spending habits more controlled and understand them. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. That was the hardest bit to get over. That's for sure. Like asking me about (laughs) challenges, I would think that like really my biggest challenge was controlling these spending habits. And now I have a thing where I do find myself sometimes still like online shopping or not really online Mm -hmm. shopping, more so like window shopping but like online and I put so many things in my cart and then I just exit out and then I sleep on it yeah and I tell myself like all right (laughs) if in two days you're still thinking of that item then you must like you can get it and literally 80 percent of the time I would say don't think of like I can't even remember that I did that like a day ago so yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. That is so me to a T. I think if you were to log on to any of my favorite websites, you'd see at least six yeah. items in each cart, but never checked out. Just sitting there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is so funny. Um, did you do anything along the way to celebrate little mini milestones as you paid off um, certain amounts of your credit card? Or did you like, was there anything exciting you did to keep yourself motivated? No, I mean, actually, at one point, well, this is not a celebration, but what I did do when I finally got, um, quote unquote, like a big girl job. So basically an office (laughs) job. Um, I actually, what I did was invest in a financial advisor. Um, so I've never really like before getting my financial advisor, I never really, yeah, celebrated anything like that. Although that's something I wish I had done. Like that would have been cute for me to do for myself. Um, But yeah, I got this financial advisor who finally helped me really get out of like, get rid of all my debt. She knew that I had canceled my credit card. Um, She actually told me that was a good decision. And, you know, she really validated my decision making, which was really nice. Um, And so she, she kept me on track to um, continue paying off the debt, as well as building an emergency fund, which at the time I had no idea was a thing. And I sound like I felt so silly not knowing that emergency funds were like a thing that I should have been building this whole time. Um, yeah. So she, <laughs> the real safety. Yeah. Ex- yes. Oh my gosh. The real safety blanket. That's the, so funny. Not the imposter. Yeah. <laughs> not the imposter. That's actually really good. Yeah. yeah. Um, so she taught me how to do that and it really changed my life. Like, I guess I didn't really do anything celebratory at the, at the time, but I know that what I felt internally when I actually had cash to my name and I was paying off my debt, I felt like, like the financial superwoman. Like it was so crazy to me that like, that was a thing that I could do and that I should have been doing. And all it took was someone telling me like, oh, by the way, you can pay a little bit less of your credit card payment, like, you know, um, debt payment back and then, but put some of it to the side for yourself. And to me, that was just such a foreign concept. Um, And yeah, so not really a celebration, but I guess I just decided to, um, yeah, I guess really do something about it. And I guess I motivated myself. Let's just say I just wanted to keep going at it um, until mm-hmm. I got rid of it completely. Oh, that's awesome. And congratulations that you got the financial. Yeah, answer. thank you. A step that a lot of people are afraid to do because it will be met with judgment. Yeah. When you go to someone and ask for help with money because you 
are embarrassed that you don't know more, right? So, yeah, and also I think the awesome. the financial advisor thing too is also like I think people assume that it's only for like rich people. Like if you have a lot of money and you yeah. don't know where to put it, um, yes. I think that you know I. I, re- I do read a lot. Like I'm a big reader and I love reading like articles and stuff like that and newsletters and books. And so I was, I don't remember which newsletter this was, but I found an article um, and it was written in such simple terms and it was like finance related. And I really loved that it was written in simple terms because it just, you know, I actually understood what I was reading. Um, yeah. And so that's how I found the financial advisor was through this article and um, they're actually, they're called the financial gym. They're really great. Um, but basically their first office was here in New York. And I realized that who they catered to was literally just like people like me, like regular people Mm -hmm. who, you know, and you could, I mean, you could be, you know, if you can afford seeing them while you're completely broke, they actually do have like programs to help you. Um, I think take, have some sort of advisement for free. Um, but they're really not that expensive. And, you know, for me at the time, it felt like, okay, well, I can't be adding an additional expense, but it felt like I needed to invest in myself somehow um, because I was doing yeah. some sort of progress on my credit card, but I wanted to do more. So I guess maybe in that way, that was my celebration. I was just like, all right, let me do more by you know, investing in this because I need to invest in myself for my future. Mm-hmm. And that's awesome. That is totally awesome. It's something that lots of people, I don't think I myself actually would never consider that as a celebration. Um, but it totally is because you're right. You're giving your future self a reward yeah. by organizing your money more. So that's totally awesome. Um, so last question here, and then we can kind of wrap things up. This has been awesome. Um, what would be kind of like your number one tip or advice for someone who is just starting out their kind of debt-free journey or is in the grunt of it and feeling like it is never going to yeah oh my gosh I feel like I have so many tips that I could want to give but (laughs) I guess my my (laughs) share more than one don't feel limited to one yeah so (laughs) I guess my two I guess the two biggest tips I would give is the first one which is sort of like this corny but it's definitely important is just like don't give up um just keep Mm -hmm. going keep pushing forward like eventually you'll get yourself out of it Um, and I know it's hard and yeah, you have to exercise a lot of patience and you have to, you know, and it's sometimes feels heart wrenching, (laughs) like, um, but you just have to keep pushing just like anything else in life, I'd say. And my second biggest tip would be use resources that are available. Like there are so many of it, like we are living in the information era. There is so much information out there. There's, and it's so much of it is for free. I mean, there's so many books online that you can get for free. So many articles, so many, like such good stuff, like on Instagram, so many pages that are so helpful. I would say there's nothing stopping you from doing better. If you put in the time and effort to be in a better financial position. Um, so that's, yeah, those I think are the two biggest tips that I want to give. Cause there's just like no reason at this point, like why, you know, why you can't have access to this information anymore. Um, so mm-hmm. like, yeah, I would say research is going to do so much wonders if that makes sense. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, it totally does. You gave me goosebumps when you're like, never give up. It's cheesy but it's true it is I'm I'm at like just shy of my halfway mark of that's amazing zone and it's that is 
those are words that I think I just need to hear. Maybe that's why I put this in as a question is because really, I just need to hear it. What, do you, what, what advice can you give so me? This was all for you. <laughs> yeah, but there's so many no, people for out sure. there who are still in debt and just starting out. Like, I know that so many people have reached out to me since I have kind of turned my Instagram more into finance space that I never knew were struggling. Oh my with gosh. Money. Yeah. I just assumed they had it all together. And they're like, well, if Camille can be open about it, I can share with her my struggles and it's like it's so relieving knowing that I am not the oh only my one God. who yeah. is complete like clueless about money so thank you so much for coming on and joining me for this conversation I've really appreciated it and I hope that our listeners appreciate it and get some good tidbits on yeah, it yeah thank you so much for having me this was amazing I really could talk about this topic like 24-7 I feel so oh I know. I know. I think part of why I needed to start a podcast is I was talking my friends and family ear, ears off and they were oh starting to Oh my gosh, that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> like all you do is talk about money. Like go find, go find someone yeah, else. Yeah, that's <laughs> so amazing though. Congratulations for starting so, it. I've, oh, well, thank you. And thank you so much for coming on. And we, I will definitely be following you. And I, you're at, is it the finance yes. nugget or just finance? The, so finance, the finance nugget. nugget yep. Okay. And you're on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. Correct? My Twitter is the finance nug because okay. they thought that my handle was too long. So. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No. So Twitter finance nug and then Instagram, you can be found at the exactly. finance nugget. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Sandra. It was so nice to talk to you tonight. And Sounds we'll good. Thank you. Bye. Okay. Bye. So that was Sandra and I talking about credit cards. I hope that you guys were able to take something away from that conversation and use it to motivate you, inspire you, encourage you on your debt-free journey. And just know like credit cards are so common nowadays. It's I think the average for credit cards in a household is about $40,000 of debt on credit cards and the average household carries about three to five credit cards. So it is normal. You probably have a credit card. It does not mean you have to have a bad relationship with your credit card. Like I said in there, my husband and I were really good at accumulating credit card debt. We knew how to rack it up and then struggle paying it off for years. And so I can honestly say that two weeks ago, we officially became credit card debt free and we did decide to keep that one credit card and we are being very responsible about how we use it and promise to ourselves and to each other that we will never, ever put ourselves in a situation where we, where we cannot pay off the monthly balance. So there is a way to have a credit card and be responsible about it. With that being said, something that Sandra noticed when she had her credit card and it had room on it, she hadn't really gotten her spending under wraps yet. So she decided to cancel the credit card instead of having it. And that was scary. I know for a lot of us, including myself, our credit cards are there as an emergency. And as we kind of talked about in the episode, it's a fake security blanket. It's not really security because it's not your money. So the best security blanket that you can make for yourself and your family is an actual emergency fund. I know that lots of people don't like to call it an emergency fund, but just having an overflow of money so that you don't have to live paycheck to paycheck anymore. And you know that if you don't get paid on a Monday because it's a holiday or whatever, you're not going to be short for a bill the next day because you have a cushion. And that is the real 
safety net that everybody needs to get in their life. And Sandra didn't even know that an emergency fund or the thought of it even existed. And I won't lie, I really didn't know the thought of it existed really either until about six years ago. So I highly encourage if you have a credit card and you are using it as your safety blanket and you're scared to get rid of it, that's okay. But I want you to really challenge yourself to get enough in your checkings account so that when the rain falls and it's going to, you have that umbrella of safety and you don't have to rely on your credit card, you can cash flow that emergency. It is hard to get there when you feel like you're so far away from it, when you have a credit card and it's close to the balance and maybe you're like, oh, how can I muster up getting $10,000 in my savings account? It can be overwhelming. So remember one of the tips that I would like to say is just start small, every little dollar counts putting it in there and challenge yourselves. You'd be surprised what you could sell around your home to make up an extra couple hundred bucks that you can put directly into a rainy day fund. I know when my husband and I first started out creating our emergency fund, we did it by selling a lot of the things that we had in our home. And within a week, we were able to come up with a thousand dollars to get that emergency fund started. And that was our goal. So it is doable. Is challenging, but it is doable. And just remember, if a challenge is there, it's meant to stretch you and grow you, not to cripple you and bring you down. So rise to the challenge, get your emergency fund set up, get rid of the security blanket that is your credit card and don't have it there for emergencies. Rather have it there to book vacations on and then be able to pay it off because you can cash flow that vacation. So all the best to you in your credit card endeavors. Remember, there's no wrong way to have a credit card except for having it maxed out and never paying it off. Till next time, you guys.